Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Hey, y'all, hold on one second. Before we move on to our next topic, if you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. Point number one, it's free. F-R-E-E. That means no money down. You can download the app and you can use it immediately. No money down, no bread, no nothing. Point number two, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. What am I saying? I'm saying you don't have to download any strange or or hard to learn software. You don't have to leave the comfort of your home. If you have a cell phone or a laptop, then that's all you need to start making your podcast on Anchor today. Point number three, Anchor will distribute your podcast for you. Let me say it again. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you. So it can be heard on Spotify. I'm talking Apple Podcasts. I'm talking Google Podcasts. I'm talking everywhere, any podcast platform you can think of, Anchor will distribute it for you. So you post your podcast right here on Anchor, and then on your end, your job is done. Anchor's literally doing the work for you. Point number four, point number four, you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. Let me say that again for the people in the back. I said on Anchor. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. That means if one individual listens to your podcast, you can still make some money. Mm. Who don't like money? I know I do. In the last point, point number five, it's literally everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. So listen, I don't know about y'all, but I love Anchor. I've been using it for a while. It's been amazing for the Porch Podcast. And I got other friends who have podcasts as well who have told me nothing but positive things about this app. So listen, you need to download the free Anchor app right now or go to anchor.fm to get started. Let me say that one more time. Download the free Anchor app right now or go to A-N-C-H-O-R, that's Anchor dot fm to get started this is the porch this is darnell smith let's get it baby anchor i love you yo 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 what's popping you kicking it with the coldest podcast in the world i'm your co-host b jones aka bolo but you already knew that and y'all know when i'm pulling up to the porch i can't pull up without my dog what's going on y'all it's your boy d nail aka big smitty aka d nice and this is the porch I'm on the road, I'm with the team, I got a show, rolling up green, nigga get bold, jump on the stage, crazy I go, shot to the top of what's raising them lows, patiently working, attacking my goals, come to my section, I'm making a toast, this for the game, this for the bros, we back baby, <laughs> what's up my bro, man what's going on man, how you, how you living, I'm living bro, but I got a bone to pick with you bro, let's, let's get into it bro, you didn't touch down in Indy a couple times. <laughs> we ain't managed to link, bro. That's your second time touching down in Indy, and we did not get to link, bro. 
Bro, we gotta, we gotta fix that, bro. We gotta fix that. We do, we do, we definitely gotta fix that, man. These last, listen, let me explain. These last two trips have been quick trips. The first one was Memorial Day weekend, and everybody wanted to see me. All my family, aunties, oh, grandma, man. cousins, you know, shout, my, shout out to my guy Sheldon. He proposed, had a barbecue going on that weekend. So it was out to Sheldon. I was there yes, for three sir. days, and it went, it went like this. And then this most recent time, I went literally for 24 hours. My boy, Dominique Logwood, shout out to him and his, his wife, Ashton, they got married. So I flew in for the wedding. Literally the next morning, I flew back. So I ain't really, I ain't see nobody but mom, so. Facts, facts, gotta see moms, gotta see yeah. moms. But I, I get it though, I already know what's up, bro. We gonna link, man. You we ain't coming to link. We gonna, we gonna link when it's a party. It's, it's a lot going on right now. It's a lot going on. I ain't seen, I ain't seen you on the West Coast since I, since I no, moved out here. Hey. But I feel like I feel like making a move to the West Coast versus making a move to the Midwest is a total total different circumstance, bro. I feel like it's, it's harder. It's the same to thing. It's like I, I, I'm one way going going your way, you one way coming my way. You know, you all. You, I mean, you get there, you get there the same way. But you know, I think it's a lot of a lot of maneuvering, a lot of a lot of logistics that may be involved flying into LAX. That's just me. That's just my thing. We can, we can get we can get on to the show, bro. I forgive you, brother. I appreciate that, man. I appreciate it, man. It's hey, a man. lot, a lot for us to talk about. A lot has went down, man, these last couple of weeks. I know we've been busy, and it's a lot that I, I want to touch on, man. So, first of all, I think we should just start off with sports. Obviously, the Milwaukee Bucks just beat the Phoenix Suns in six games and won their first NBA final since I think 1971, when uh, uh, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, you know, him and Oscar Robertson won. He wasn't even Kareem Abdul-Jabbar at the time, you know what I mean? So. Uh, First of all, this, this what's your opinion on the Milwaukee Bucks uh, winning the championship, the finals in general? Just go from there. Man, I, I think, um, and like I said, you know, to, to, to the people out here listening, I'm not the biggest basketball fan, but I do. I do watch it. I do. I do catch the highlights and stuff. But, you know, I've been have I have been, you know, involved in in the playoffs here more recently. Just because I think when basketball, 82 games, it's just a lot of basketball. You know, people right. get hurt, people take time off. So I really don't engage myself into the game until playoffs because it's like do or die. So um, just seeing the Suns and, and the Milwaukee Bucks play is just something that I, I can honestly say I probably thought I would never see before. Um, these are two teams right. that you never will pick on 2K, honestly. Um, the Suns is a team where, you know, they had Amari Stoudemire and Steve Nash the last time I really focused on you know, that franchise, yep. um, you know, they, they usually come on, you know, when I'm going to sleep at 10 o'clock, 11 o'clock. So I never really caught games. So, but I took, I took some time to pay attention. Um, I appreciate uh, Chris Paul. Some people may not appreciate him. Um, you know, definitely had, had his chance to get him one. Um, do I think it's over with? Definitely think it's over with. Um, that's just me being honest and, and seeing where he is with his game and seeing where that ball club is, you know, with those certain players. Um, I, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if they go back, but I don't think they, they'll they probably go back. Moving over to, to Giannis and that team. Um, I really I really personally wasn't a big fan of the books, man. I just didn't really, Ooh. really fuck with their their game. Um, it was just, a, it was a very simple game. Like, I don't think their type of game really sold tickets, if that if that makes sense, um, from how they play. Obviously, Giannis, you know, the Greek freak, driving driving in the hole and, and, and doing what he do. But, I mean, ultimately, it's just, I don't know, maybe because it's really not a not a real, real fan favorite. Like, people are right. starting to slowly but surely fall for Giannis in his game. But it really wasn't like a superstar on that team besides Giannis. Um, to make people really buy into like Milwaukee and kind of the 
the culture and everything that that comes with right. you know, the Bucks. Don't nobody really know too much about you know Wisconsin except you know the Green Bay Packers, right? Um, right. You got the the Brewers, but I mean that's pretty much it. So it's good to see you know Milwaukee and their economy starting to you know go out the roof because they won a championship. But um, yeah, ultimately I'm 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 happy for the guy. Um, I think he took a, a subpar team, a below average team to the championship Ooh. and won it. So I think, you know, a lot of people are giving him, you know, the credit that is well-deserved for, for being able to stick in there as long as he, as he has to, to win a championship. Got you, man. Guys. So before I even give my opinion, I just thought about it. You being from Chicago, which is like the neighbors to Milwaukee. I know it's probably like an hour away. If that. Not, yep. Quick bro. It's a hop, skip and a jump. So how, how do you like, I, I would have thought you would have had a little bit more, you know, uh, support of the book. I know it's not Chicago. I'm not trying to compare the two, yeah. but the yeah. fact that it's like next door, like this part of you kind of like, you know, make you happy that they won or it's closer to home, but, um, you know, I, I, my roots, you know, my roots are, are, are implanted in, in Chicago, regardless, you know, even <laughs> right. if, once you step outside the border, you know, no matter where you are from Indiana to Wisconsin, Ohio, whatever, you know, I'm I'm a, I'm a walk I'm a, I'm a work with my ball club, but um I'm happy for him though. I'm just right. I'm just happy because it I mean it is it's not your typical team that you think will win. You know, as far as you know a stacked depth chart. You know, um, a lot of players like Milton, Drew Holiday, um, you know those type of guys stepped up and and played well. And right. you know they you know it's getting back to that to that old school feel of basketball where you know you got these solid teams, fundamental fundamentally sound teams just winning championships it's not these talented you know base teams that got superstar on superstar on superstar where we all know go, go to the championship and um you know a lot of those teams lost this year so let, let me jump in though let me before we before we go we go there so um first of all just, just my opinion on the series the finals how it went uh so i'm a fan of Giannis and i'm a fan of chris paul chris paul obviously is a veteran he's a future hall of famer one of the mm -hmm. greatest playing guards of all time He's been on a lot of great teams. Any team he joins, they instantly become better. And this is his his, his best chance to win a ring. And to not do it was kind of disappointing. It was like, man, like, I agree with you, Bolo. I, I think it's a wrap in terms of him ever winning a ring now, you know, before he retires, especially considering his age. And, you know, at some point, his skill set is, is going to start slowly dwindling down. Um, now, on the other side with Giannis, just, you know – my, my wife, Chanel, she always says, I love a struggle story. And yeah, I probably do. I'm a little biased. Like anytime someone come from like humble beginnings and they make it out, like I do get a different jolt of energy and understanding that, you know, Giannis and his brothers, you know, uh, from Greek, Nigerian, but from, you know, from Greece and was like, didn't have much outside selling. I can't remember what, what, I can't remember what, what they were selling. It was selling something, just trying to make a little money to help moms out and to be able to, uh, Fast forward to, to today, and you look now, and not only just Giannis, him and all his brothers all got a ring now. Yeah, so I mean that's that's awesome to just to, to just see that man. And Giannis, from all accounts that I see, he's a good dude, humble, hard worker, and like you said, it kind of reminds you of that old school feeling where it's like I'm gonna stay here with my team, I'm gonna I'm gonna rock it out, highs and lows, and and, and I'm gonna make it happen. Um, but to respond to your your closing thought. You know, saying that you know, uh, uh, you know, the, the the good teams with or the superstar player teams kind of lost early. 
it, it was it was because of injury. Let's be real. Yeah, like, yeah, no, absolutely. If Kyrie absolutely. don't get hurt, the Bucks ain't even. We ain't even talking about Giannis. If if James Harden don't get hurt, if, if Kevin Durant wore a size what twenty, uh, I don't know what size he wear. If he wore a size twenty instead of twenty one, we ain't talking about this. But my bro, my bro, <laughs> hey, you didn't say too many ifs for me. I'm already drunk. <laughs> you already know where I'll be sitting. But it's an injury, you know. But understand, I mean? but under but understand this though. But understand this. This is where this is where I'll 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 like to counter that just because I understand that there is superstars on all of these teams, right? Every team has at least probably one superstar, right? Right, yeah, yeah. I've done, right? So you add another one to that, well, right? Give or, take, give or take, yeah. you got you got maybe I want to say about 60 to 70 percent of the teams in the league do have a superstar. Well, it it depends who you define as a superstar versus all star. I don't want to get too specific. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you yeah. Know well, I mean? yeah. well, you know, a star, you know, a star. My our guys, right? The right. guys, right. the guys, right. superstar, all star. Um, but just guys, right? So let's just establish right. that, right? We we every team has a guy specifically, right? So yeah. then when you start to add guys on guys, right? Like Kevin Durant, you know, Kyrie Irving, you know, James Harden. You start to add those guys, right? Obviously, that c- continues to create you know, more of that bigger, you know, just kind of combustion of talent where right. no matter what, you know, I'm going to win games, right? Right. But now let's look at Giannis, Giannis's perspective, right? One mm. superstar, right? KD's a superstar, right? I believe in, you know, even if somebody, if one man fall down, falls down, the next man should just step in because I got another superstar who continue can, can continue to carry the team. They you know should. They should step in. Yeah. They should. Right. They <laughs> should. So I mean, there's a, there's some leadership aspects to that that goes into that as well. But I mean, for me, honestly, bro, all you need is 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 you know a, a nice, decent supporting cast around you. But you as a superstar, you know, you you you're the one who are pretty much pretty much driving the boat and, and making it happen. You know, I, so I feel that, man. But if we watch that series, man. Oh yeah, no, hundred percent. He went crazy. He went off. He went right. off. I, I dinner couldn't even ask him to do anything else. Like he, he he played literally the full game. The whole game didn't come off the bench at all, and everything was dropping for him. He was like <laughs> all his shots was was hitting. But the thing about it, he didn't come back with the dub. You know what I'm saying? Because and, because we always say we, we always put so much pressure on superstar, and I get it. He he does deserve some blame. Don't get me wrong. He, he the best. You the leader of the team. Y'all lost. You you gotta take some blame. But man, his role players deserve some blame. Like. Joe yeah. Harris was the, I think, the top three-point shooter this past season in terms of percentage, and he couldn't shoot a grape in the damn ocean. Like these guys, can like, say, can, can we say the same thing about LeBron then? And this is important, cast. When? What year are we talking about? I mean, we can just talk about this previous year. I mean, nah. obviously, obviously, his production, and this is a whole other conversation. But I always <laughs> like to throw this in. You know, if you're gonna say that about him, you know, you gotta, you gotta talk about LeBron too. Let me compare the two. First of all, I don't think this. I don't think this current Lakers team is is fair to compare because, I mean, he has another superstar on this team as well in, in, in Anthony Davis. Uh, but but before we go into that, the re- the reason I think the two sides are different is I think it's different between coming into a season and knowing like this is my squad. So like mm-hmm. if, if you're one superstar and you got a a group of like average role players. Okay, it's gonna be tough for you, but like y'all gonna build chemistry throughout the year. These role players are gonna really know their specific roles. They and they're gonna step up to the plate and, and, and you guys will build that 
that that that, that chemistry to know how mm-hmm. to play together. But when you go into a playoffs, into a series, and you've been and you got a certain uh, a team, certain starting lineup in mind, and then James Harden gets hurt. It's like, mm-hmm. damn, okay, that's tough. All right, that's one player. We squeak cool. Kyrie gets hurt. Now it's like, oh, shoot. Now we got to change. We're already short on point guards. We just lost two point guards, basically. Mm-hmm. Now our our superstar, small force, powerful, whatever you want to call KD, he's 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 playing a little bit more point. Now it, it just – it's a lot to yeah, figure out off. within one series. You know what I'm saying? Like you're already in the middle of a series. You don't have time. You're playing every every other night. You're flying out. You don't have time to, like, just get everything figured out. You know, what I'm and the Bucks is a great team. So you're playing against the Bucks, like you playing against some bums. You playing against right. the Milwaukee Bucks who just won a championship. So it's a lot to just, you know what I mean. So I don't know. Yeah, I mean, this uh, I'm always playing devil's advocate, you know. Um, but I, I I agree 100%. You know, you you got all three of those superstars on the team. I mean, I mean, who can who can stop a healthy James Harden, Kyrie Irving, and Kevin Durant? You know, the offensive power is is crazy. But to, to stick on Giannis real quick uh, yeah, before yeah, yeah. we before we transition, um, obviously everybody heard his his uh, brief brief speech to the media after he won a championship, um, and I don't have his words you know verbatim um, or in quotes, but um, he said something along the lines of you know he did it you know on his own, um, he did it on his his way. You know, mm-hmm. he didn't need a superstar team or he didn't need to go to a superstar team to win himself a championship. And that's awesome. I definitely agree, you know, with what, what he's coming from, because he definitely needs that credit. Because the last few years, there has been multiple superstars on teams that have won championships historically mm-hmm. the last few years. Right. So to right. see somebody who has a, uh, a franchise that has one one superstar specifically win a championship, it's good to see. Um, but I would like to add this, though. Um, did Giannis pretty much close the door off from other superstars joining him in Milwaukee? Man. You know, um, to me, I feel like he is kind of like a slap in the face to maybe other superstars who wanted to team up with him, um, you know, eventually down the road to say, okay, let's go get another one, Giannis, you know? So I, that's kind of where I'm at with it. I think, you know, by the time, you know, two to three years pass and, you know, I pray that they continue to have success, but he might've put his foot in his mouth by, by saying that. Right, man. Especially with just like the 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 type of players right now who could possibly like be leaving. Like for example, Damian Lillard. There's a lot of talk right now about him possibly leaving Portland. Let's just say for for shits and giggles that Milwaukee was one of his top teams. You know, what I'm saying that he would be interested in playing for, or playing with. And then now you just kind of made that comment about the super teams and not having to do that and doing it the hard way. It would probably kind of rub me of the wrong way mm-hmm. or make me think like, you know what? Yeah, it's a good team to play for, but it sounds like Giannis wouldn't be interested in, in doing this, you know what I'm saying? Or or what the possible backlash would be from me joining. Because we like you said, you make a great point. If if another superstar joins the Bucks, I think most of most of us would consider that a super team, you know what I'm saying? Like right, depending who would they, who they would have to give up and all that. But if you got Giannis, another superstar, and if they're able to keep Chris Middleton, so you got three all-stars, two of them are super, like, yeah, we can call you a super team. So right. I, I think he kind of did um, accidentally like shoot himself in the foot. And again, I don't know if someone wants to play for Milwaukee. Like you said, it's a small market. You know, we don't know too much about like really the area outside of like Green Bay. So I don't even know if, if free agents would even want to go there anyway. Right. But if they did, hell, you didn't help the situation out. 
Giannis, Giannis got him a championship. You know what I mean? Got him a championship. He got him a championship with a decent franchise where he was pretty much the leader of that franchise. Yeah. Um, still young. I think he's about 26. So he has a lot of basketball left in him. Two MVPs, a finals Two. MVP. Right. So seeing that he's won a championship, are we putting him in that ghost status? I think a lot of people are starting mm -hmm. to put him in that conversation now. Is it too soon? Or, I mean, what you, what you thinking? Like, goat, goat? Like, greatest of all time NBA history goat conversation or like I mean right I seen now. some I seen some stats where they were comparing the ages to the accolades and Shaquille O'Neal hadn't been there yet Michael Jordan hadn't been there yet and to me those those are some goats mm. I mean me personally do I put him in the goat status yet um not yet um but he's definitely on the elevator getting ready to come up to the door where the goats at though you know what I mean he, he's definitely on the pathway to getting to that conversation, but he definitely has a ways to go. He, he, he's, he's ahead. Like you said, he's ahead of a lot of people. He's done a lot at this age. I think, like I said, two MVPs, a finals MVP, um, a defensive player of the year, um, in a ring at 26. 26. So, he, so he's at a hell of a, <laughs> a, a hell, hell of a start early. Yes. Yes. But he, there's a lot of more work to be done. Cause I mean, let's say he never wins another ring again. Like, there's no way he's going to be in the GOAT conversation. So, like, he has a lot more work to do. And like I said before, man, we're going to see next season when these players are, are, are healthy. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, it's, it's, hard to, it's hard to see the Bucs, and, and they might surprise me. It's hard to see them get past a Nets team with a healthy KD, healthy Kyrie, healthy Harden. Hell, even I know the Sixers are disappointing, you know, their fans every year, but – the Sixers are nice still, and and, and B Sixers was are nice, man. and yeah, B was balling. Yeah, he was balling. So I'm saying it's gonna be the Hawks gonna keep getting better. It's a young team, and then even they make it to the finals. I mean, hell, LeBron and AD. I, I can't automatically say that they're gonna be hurt again this year. Mm -hmm. We joke about the Clippers; they still nice. Like it's just a lot of competition. So my point is that there's no guarantee that Giannis is even gonna get another ring. Period. So That's I got to see a little bit more before I can even start thinking about like, go? Not right now. That's too early. I feel that. I feel that. You know that. what I mean? Go? <laughs> not yet. Not yet. I hate when people put the cart before the horse. He got a long career left. Yeah, man. But hey, so. I'm going to get him into the flowers, man. He's on the right path right now. He's balling. Shout out to Giannis Antetokounmpo. I think I said it right. <laughs> doing his thing, man. He's doing his thing. That's real. So... Switching gears, um, you know, we're going to get into to some R&B. Um, i seen this new Netflix show. I think it's called Pop Star, Pop something, Pop Culture. Yeah, yeah, Pop Culture. Yeah. Pop Culture. And it just highlights just kind of the, all of the, you know, different artists that, that we know and love. So i seen the first episode was like Boys to Men, kind of their rise to fame and kind of what led them to have, you know, that, that growth and, you know, some of the good things that they did. And then one interesting one was on there and it was on all over the internet for a little bit was T-Pain. T-Pain was on mm. there and they were talking about who invented, you know, um, auto tune and kind of talk about dating back to, you know, when it was created and, and everything. And a uh, story that, that uh, made me chuckle a little bit was he said he was on a plane with Usher and he was like, he had a decent relationship with Usher. He said, somebody tapped him, said, come back, come talk to Usher. Usher want to holler at you. And long story short, Usher, you know, sat him down and was like, hey, I just want to let you know with what you're doing, you know, to the game right now, you fucking up R&B, you know, so Man. let's let's get into it. You know, I think for me, you know, R&B 
is is kind of one of my favorite genres to 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 flow to. I kind of I like the smoothness, you know what I mean. But I'm necessarily more of a '90s R&B guy than anything because I think it's changed. So for me, I don't think Auto Tune has changed R&B. Um, I just think it's added another dynamic, and then it's opened the doors for people who aren't as talented to be successful and show their side of creativity. But if you can sing. That's not stopping. That's not stopping you from doing your thing. You know, auto tune is not right. stopping you to do doing your thing if you can sing. You know, my take is, I just think the way that R and B is right now, it's more related to kind of club clubish. You know, it, it's always referring to you know more than one woman versus back in the day, bro. You know, some if a dude is singing, he's he's fucking singing to one woman. You know, what I mean, I wish I never met her. Right, you know what right. I'm saying, girl, you know what's up. You know what I mean? It's kind of like stuff that's directed to one person instead of like sex you back to sleep, you know? Right, right. But right. I mean, even though the song is fire, you know, that's just kind of like an, an example that a lot of songs right now is kind of like more like club love and like just kind of like that, boom, that, boom, that, boom, hitting that it. Player mindset, yeah. Yeah, player mindset. Smash you know and dash. Facts. Yeah. Nah, what I you feel think about that. Now, nah, well, first of all, Usher, man, you, hey, I know it was back in the days, but you cold blooded for that. Gotta man. chill. You usher. So in the R, if I'm an R and B artist, I know T Pain's looking up, looking up to you as like, you know, like that guy. So it's like, imagine your idol telling you that you're de you're destroying the industry. Like what? So I know it was back in the days. Maybe Usher was, you know, was off the Hennessy. Who knows how he was feeling it? But that, but that's cold butter. But to the topic, nah, I don't think I don't think uh, T Pain at all played any role in destroying R and B. Like you said, if you can sing, you can sing. What I'm doing in my style ain't got nothing to do with your talent. It's kind of like you compare it to like sports, right? Uh, back like way back in the days, the early years of NBA, when I think people started dunking, it was like, oh, what, what is that? Like, I don't, they never did that shit. They never did that. You're ruining the game. Don't do that. And then think about today, the three-point shot. A lot of old heads, man, y'all ruining basketball. That ain't good basketball. It ain't that. It ain't. It's just different. People don't like change. They don't like things that are new. So anytime you bring a different, you know, swag to something and you bring your own style to it, you're going to have some people who maybe can't do it like you or who's used to a certain way to to to, to kind of hate on it and be mad. But T-Pain made some hits, got some bangers. So if bangers. Anything, feel, he added to it, if anything. Yeah, I feel like he opened up the door just for a lot of other people to come in and show their creativity. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And T-Pain can actually sing without auto-tune. That's the thing facts. about it. So it's yeah, not like... Facts. He needs auto tune. That just is what he did to kind of be unique and stand out. Um, yeah. in, in response to your to your '90s uh, music, the '90s R&B music was definitely untouchable. It, it, yeah, it was untouchable. It was untouchable. But man, them brothers was out there crying and lying on on them songs. Bro. Crying. He talking about crying. Crying and lying. and lying. You know they was man. They over here. They, they they just running game on the women and hey, it worked. Look 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 look. It you worked. gotta do what you gotta do to get the job done though. <laughs> Man, '90s R&B, man, is the shit. Uh, I'm just, I'm just telling you how much yep. it, it is done for relationships, um, breakups. It, it just tells stories, bro. It puts you in that, in that, in that situation to, you know, either get you through it or get you out of it. And I think R&B now, bro, is just like, damn. I just want to yeah, get as many honeys as possible at the club, take them home, and then you know, never see them again. You know what I'm saying? So I think it's right. more of like. It's more intimate, you know, back in the day. But then I also, also too, though, this is this is a, it's an interesting take that I that I've been thinking about. Uh oh. Seeing that the world we live in now, like with like the the late millennials, so like the back end of millennials, right? 
um, and then like the the generation underneath us, I think they have a more they they have more of a pre uh, of an appreciation for creativity rather than talent. Ooh, you know I agree. With that. That's a good point. I so agree so with people that. so people like our age, people that are younger than us. You know, we love people who can sing. You know, that's cool. That's cool. Whatever, whatever. But we really like people who can put on a show and entertain us. You know, while doing all that stuff. So I much right. rather see somebody who can actually put on a show, who can actually entertain me. Somebody like Drake, rather than somebody who can specifically wrap their ass off and hit you with hella metaphors and right. different analogies and shit like that. And that's just kind of who we are. So I think that does feed into R and B too with auto tune because people are like, I'm trying to sell tickets. You know, what I mean, I ain't really trying to make people cry in the stands and, and really feel, you know, sad or, you know, feel emotional. I'm really trying to just get them up and get them going. Right. And I, I think that the difference, too, that's a good point. But I think also like today's R&B music is more so making you feel good versus 90s music made, you know, could make you feel good. But to me, it was more so, like you said, it made you emotional. Like you, yeah. you either going to be crying or upset or. You, you falling in love where today's music is more like, you know, you just vibing and just, yeah. you know what I mean? You, you ready to go turn up, put the cologne on and, and go make some moves. Hey, niggas back in the day used to crown the record. Hey, niggas, niggas ain't begging nowadays. Niggas, <laughs> niggas too good to be begging. <laughs> They ain't begging. Look, they like I'm on to the next. You know, what I'm right, saying? right. A lot of pride. It's a lot of pride with the young, the younger, the younger days. You know what right. I mean? The young, the you, the new school, bro. You know, it's just on to the next. We ain't really crying. We, and, we and too cool. We shit. too cool with it. You know what I yeah, mean? Bro, too cool, bro. Poops to the crib and I smash. She leave. <laughs> <laughs> That's how it be. That's exactly Thanks. how it be, bro. But. Kind of sticking along along the, those same lines, bro. Um, just heard an update. Um, so Dr. Dre oh, him and his wife finally, you know, um, figured out all the details with the separation, and everything like that. And um, I think it came down to, to her, you know, getting health care from him uh, and three hundred thousand dollars a month, and probably whatever else that that came along with, you know, their separation agreement. Um, don't say that so nonchalantly. Three hundred thousand dollars. Thousand. I'm oh, trying to do the math. I think it's what three, three million? million a year. Three million a year. So she getting three million a year. So she eating good. She ain't never got to pick up a pen, <laughs> pencil. She ain't even got to pick up a goddamn utensil. Bro, you know and, bro, make this clear. This is for spousal support. Spousal. Not she child. Ain't, she ain't not... supporting nobody else but herself and her lifestyle. As long as and he doctor has to pay this until either a she remarries or b. She dies. And she ain't gonna, if she's smart, she's not gonna get remarried. So she gonna, he painted for the rest of her life. And, it, and it's so crazy because people know. get so defensive when you get into a relationship and you ask for a prenup. Right. They, they think, they think it's, a, it's a stab in the back or, but can I, can I protect my assets? You know, in the case, it's insurance, it's in the case. I love you right now, right? We're getting married, I love you. <laughs> I wanna spend the rest of my life with you. But right. the world, is a, a lot of uncontrollables so in the case that this may happen right in the event <laughs> in the event i want to control what i have okay right you know what i mean and of course i get it people people kill me of course dr dre's rich he has a lot of money right he can give money right but that don't mean he just want to be dishing out three million dollars a year to people you know what i'm saying a lot of money is a lot of money 
point blank you know period, no matter what you got. No matter what you got. And I get it. Like, you know, maybe, maybe she did help him in certain areas of his life and helped him, you know, overcome certain things or gave him ideas, just like Kevin Hart's wife, like just right. different things like that. You, you, we don't know what goes in inside their house. Like, you know, they said, you know, um, Tory Hart was giving Kevin, Kevin Hart jokes, you know what I'm saying? And helping him, you know, throw jokes out there. So everybody plays a part, but I'm the star of the team. It's me, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's, it's me without my voice, without doing what I'm doing, we wouldn't be here at all you know what i mean oh, with your ideas or not so mm, i don't know bro I, you know what i mean because bro think about think about it this way that's like saying you know uh uh me and you we, we make it to the league right and we and we become hall of fame nfl players that don't mean like we had a lot of help along the way that don't mean you're obligated to give you you know your high school coach your middle school oh. coach your bb coach Three million dollars a year because they helped you at a they really they legit helped you and you appreciate that. And maybe you do do something for them to help them out, but you're not obligated to do nothing. So I'm not again, I'm not saying Dr. Dre and her they split up and she should she should get nothing because I understand you get accustomed to a certain lifestyle. Lifestyle, you, correct. You can't go from you know uh this to this, sugar like to this shit. boom boom. Exactly, sugar to shit, exactly. So I think he has to break her off something. But I'm your just, ass can go to sugar to equal. Come on now. You ain't you, gotta go, you, you, you ain't gotta stay in the sugar. You ain't gotta stay in that sugar aisle. You ain't gotta get the name brand shit. Bro, because listen, the only reason that, the reason, listen, you make, you live that lifestyle because of me. Like you being with me allows you to have that lifestyle. So if we break up, you lose that benefit. That's why if I work at a job and I got great benefits, my, my health insurance is amazing, life insurance is great. If I quit, well, hell, them benefits don't follow you. That's life. That's life. That's life. And what I hate the most, and what I hate the most, and, and I'm not going to go there, but I'm going to touch go on there. it. Go there. Go there. It's on my heart. All right. And and I wish I had a woman on here because mm. I was always told to never speak on it unless a woman can give their perspective. But I feel like a lot of people are just quickly to just say Absolutely. That's what that's what they deserve. Now, if it was opposite where she was paying Dr. Dre three million, you know what I'm saying? Then the world would be up going crazy. Why don't he get a job? He lazy. I mean, he just want to eat off her and leech off her. But now it's cool, though, because he's giving her three million dollars. Everything's all fine and dandy, though. Right. We need to kill the double standards here. I'm you just telling you all that we need to kill it because. Y'all was all up. Y'all, y'all feelings was hurt when Mary J. Bly's husband was asking her for bread. You know what I'm saying? Y'all was losing y'all mind when he said, I had a I got a lifestyle too. You know what I mean? I've been living like this for a while. I'm gonna need this same bread. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? If a woman do that, you know, it's cool. But when once a man asks for it, then it's a problem. You know Come what I mean? So now. If they, they want to create double standards when it's, you know what I'm saying? When it's beneficial. When it's beneficial. You but know on the other side, they, they want everything to be either it's equal all the way. Or with a double standard. Come on now. What's going to Women, y'all got to tap it in with us and let us know what the, what the real is. All right. Because one thing about me, I'm going to play on the side that is right 10 times out of 10 all the time. You know what I mean? I'm all for y'all getting everything that y'all want in the bag of chips. Right. Of but men need they everything in the bag of chips too. Exactly, All right. man, bro. I That's forgot just... about the Mary J. Blige. Why you? Why you? Dro on, they, why you hey. dropping bombs on the porch today? Hey, they try, hey, hey, bro. They tried to. They tried to. They tried to 
slit my man's throat for the, had the nerve to be asking man. for some bread. They like, how dare you ask for some bread? You better go out there and work. Well, woman, you better go sell them 10,000 purses in there and get your <laughs> ass to work too. You know what you I mean? Me? I just, listen, man, it just feels weird to me. Like you break up with, with your girl, y'all no longer together. Y'all like, y'all not in love. And she's like, gonna be dating other, other niggas. So like Dr. Dre, like she gonna be buying them draws probably. That three, hey, yep, that three million Tennessee and <laughs> Christmas gifts for her new boo is gonna be from I mean, Dr. Dr. Dre's Dre account. I hope on her Christmas gift, I hope she put from Dr. Dre to you. <laughs> Don't say from me, from Dr. Dre. What's that? What's Dr. Dre real name? I can't remember. What's the real name, Bolo? You remember? I can't remember. Yeah. My point is yeah. from wherever his real name is to her new her new thing. He gonna be buying this man draws and socks and. Everything, cars, cars, just anything, bro. You make three meal, like three hundred thousand. Come on, bro. I don't know, bro. I don't you know, man. I'm, I'm, I'm stuck. I'm at a loss for words, man. We gonna, I want, we I want the ladies to comment, man. When we post it, I need y'all to. I need to hear y'all opinions on this. I'm it, man. Like, give us, give us the truth. We want to hear the real, man. I just, I'm just all in favor of us, you know, just creating a, a steady balance. You know what I mean? Yeah. Lately, you know that that seesaw ain't really been as balanced as it's supposed to be. It's been really here. You know what I mean? Yeah. Kind of up, up, up. You know what I'm saying? But it is what it is, though. You know what I mean? Got to be smart. You got to protect your assets, um, even if that is signing a prenup. You know what I'm saying? Now, uh oh. Would you? Like <laughs> I, I mean. A lot of people say that 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 kills a relationship before you get into it, but I, I don't really think so. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's, it's a it's a person. I feel like that's a personal decision. It's case that, by that case people, that yeah. people want to make. You know what I mean? To protect themselves, like you said, like insurance. But um, you know, we we live to see the other uh, the, to the other side. Um, you know, we'll we'll eventually hear it from you know our women out there on how they feel about that situation. But um, man, I'm excited for the NFL, man. Um, I'm just, I'm just patiently waiting. And it's funny because, too, it's like now that basketball is, like, officially over, now it's like, all right, everybody's locked in on what's about to happen. Like, baseball, I love baseball. Like, baseball is baseball. But, you know, people love their basketball and their football. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, because, you know, sometimes baseball can be real drawn out, like, long, long, like, you know what I mean, 160, 170 games. So it's easy to just – pop on the game but you know having playing 16 16 games you know throughout the year 17 you now got, you got you got limited opportunities man and every game matters bro and it's a lot hey it's, it's a lot of movement you know I'm a, you know I'm a coach fan my, my man Carson Wentz I'm excited to see what, what he does I think we have a Super Bowl caliber team if we you know put everything put all the pieces together right I know you're excited you know about what you're going on in Chicago man with with, with Jay Fields um, it it sounds like he's not going to be starting at first, but if I had to put my, my money on it, I'd say by game five. You think yeah, game five, three? three or five. Yeah. yeah, three to five in that range, he'll be starting. Because what, what, I'm, what I'm telling people is, you know, I mean, is it good to throw him in the fire early? Um, I'm kind of like hesitant. I'm on the fence about it. Like, it could be good for him, but it could be detrimental to his career. His you know messy, what I'm saying? Yep. Ease him, him in slowly, you know what I mean? Have him really understand the game. Have him really see what it looks like, you know what I mean? See it from the sideline. You know, some of the greatest quarterbacks have seen it from the sideline first. You know what I mean? Your Aaron Rodgers, your Tom Brady's. Like, they've seen it from, you know, that second and third, you know, being second and third on a depth chart, you know, and, and growing and, and seeing that. So, 
I'm not I'm not too in favor of throwing them in the fire, especially on a primetime game at, on Thursday against L.A. You know, um, them boys is coming. Aaron Donald so, is ready. He's going to be hungry for they them. They ready. They hungry. You know what I'm saying? And not, not to say Justin Fields won't get the job done because I have complete faith in him. But some things you just got to ease into slowly. You know what I mean? Because sometimes when you start fast, you can finish fast. So yeah. RG3 um, comes I, to mind. I know and then Andy Donald, yeah. Andy Donald, not that bad. He's not that bad. Let's, let's not forget. He's you know serviceable. What I mean? Yeah. He's very serviceable. Um, he, he 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 had a franchise, you know. I mean, he kept them afloat for a long time. I mean, he wasn't, you know, that that top tier quarterback, or he didn't take that that franchise to the next level like he was supposed he was, to. Right? But he he was a pro, I think a pro bowler, maybe one yeah, one or two years. Exactly, he, was, he was a good exactly. quarterback. Yeah. So he 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 maintained some relevancy, you know, in his mm-hmm. ten plus. I think he's like fourteen years in, however long he been in the league. He he maintained some relevancy. So you know, obviously. He didn't see a lot of success in Dallas, but, you know, Matt Nagy and his team, you know, it, it's, things may change. Because now if, if Andy Dalton come out, he's 2-0, two, 3-0, two oh, oh, I mean, what y'all going to say? Oh, do we still got to put Jay Fields in? No, let this let this dude ride it out. Because at the end of the day, in those ball clubs, it's about getting the dub. That's the only thing that matters. You know what you I'm saying? You got to think so, about the, the long play. You don't want to, you know, yeah. don't get overly excited. I get it. We all want to watch him play. I'm not even a Bears fan, and I want to see him play. So I get it, but you got to think about the big picture. And like you said, man, too many times they, they throw these guys out in a fire and it kind of is, is detrimental to their careers, their psyche, and they never bounce back, you know. Now, one thing I would say, if they want to get them on the field early on is you can find certain packages in the red zone or maybe, you mm-hmm. you know, he is mobile, you know what I mean, where he can run just to kind of get get his feet wet. Kind of like Jalen yeah. Hurts kind of before they officially made him a starter. Mm-hmm. You know, brought him out there just so you can just – ain't nothing like being – like there's no experience – other like being on the field you know what i'm saying so right. just being out there a couple plays is like okay you, you get a sense of the speed the the physicality get that first hit out the way so when it really is time for you to start you kind of got a little bit of those nerves out you know out the way so 100 bro i'm with you bro sure. that's it man i think uh you know it was good to get back on the porch bro you know what i mean definitely gonna have to pull up to the porch a little bit little bit more often you know what i mean kick it with you chop 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 talk shop you know what i'm saying do our thing bro yes sir man it's always a pleasure man hey we're gonna do it again soon baby hey we're gonna do (laughs) hey we're gonna do it again soon man we are the porch you know what i mean we signing off make sure y'all follow us check us out on all your listening platforms all about the porch podcast underscore the porch podcast underscore we on instagram Mm-hmm. Um, we on Apple Music, we on Spotify, Google we on Podcast, Anchor, Anchor. Podcast. You know what I mean? Like, share, subscribe, show love, comment. You know what I mean? What you like, what you hate. Jump on the show if you want to. You got extreme interest, you want to show on the show, get your take. Just don't talk to us. Be about it. <laughs> Be about it. And ladies, we can't wait to hear y'all panning on that, on that divorce situation, baby, about that prenup. So hey man, it's always an honor, my guy. This is Love, the porch. Never plotting, always knew I would make it. I'm locked in, locked in, never stopping. I got money, they act like they like me. Foreign women, expensive in prices, doing things I ain't seen and it's shocking. Yeah, they love me, they like how I'm rocking. Showing love since the day that I got it. Yeah, yeah. Every day finding ways to make profit. Yeah, yeah. In the booth, press record, making hot shit. Yeah, I drop it. Play my city, the club gotta watch it. Why the niggas be looking and plotting? They step in the game, then they catch us and rock Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E. 
AV on YouTube.